It doesn't look like you'll be able to take the rapid to Brown Stadium this season. The Cleveland Clinic and UH will be forced to make vaccines mandatory for employees. And House Republicans released their proposed redistricting maps, which would likely maintain their veto-proof majority in the State House. It's The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Friday, September 10th. I'm reporter Robin Goist. Just ahead of the start of the Cleveland Browns season, the Greater Cleveland RTA has announced an indefinite suspension of service on its waterfront rapid line that serves First Energy Stadium, other lakefront attractions, and the flats. In its announcement, RTA cited concerns over safety for a bridge west of the stadium over Front Street and the Norfolk Southern Tracks at the north end of the Flats East Bank. The indefinite closing means Browns fans who want to take the Rapid to games, including the September 19th home opener, will have to get off at Tower City and walk the half-mile to the stadium, which was already a popular choice for some fans who wanted to avoid a potential delay by transferring trains at Tower City. RTA said there are no plans to offer alternative service between Tower City and the stadium, and the work is expected to take two years to complete, although service won't necessarily be suspended the entire time. The Cleveland Clinic and University Hospitals, which up until now had not announced plans to mandate COVID-19 vaccines for workers, will be forced to do so under a new federal rule announced Thursday. In a speech to the nation, President Joe Biden ordered some U.S. businesses, including hospitals, to mandate the vaccine for employees. The clinic and UH were among the largest healthcare systems in Northeast Ohio without vaccine mandates. Other local hospitals had previously announced such mandates, including Summa Health, Metro Health, Akron Children's, and the Lewis Stokes VA Medical Center. The CEOs of the clinic and UH had previously said they feared the vaccine mandates would lead to more caregivers quitting their jobs or getting fired, worsening staff shortages and making it harder to deliver care. Ohio Republican leaders have proposed new state House and Senate maps that, if passed, would likely award them a disproportionately large share of Ohio seats, allowing them to maintain their veto-proof majority at the state house, despite new voter-enacted rules meant to discourage partisan gerrymandering. The seven-member Ohio Redistricting Commission voted 5-2 to two Thursday to formally introduce the maps, with Democrats Vernon and Amelia Sykes voting against. The vote puts the maps on a path for passage next Wednesday, in time for a legal deadline. The question is whether the proposals could change enough by then to gain Democratic support, which would allow the maps to last for 10 years instead of just four years. Republicans said Thursday they want to seek 10-year maps and publicly offered to work with Democrats to amend the plan. If the maps don't change significantly before they're passed, they will almost certainly invite legal challenges from Democrats or voting rights groups. Two important developments this week could resolve critical property and financial issues related to the longtime effort to stabilize the Irishtown Bend hillside and build a 23-acre park on the slope overlooking the Cuyahoga River in the downtown skyline. On Thursday, the board of the Cleveland-Cuyahoga County Port Authority voted unanimously to approve a declaration of public necessity as the first step toward acquiring a key property at the southeast corner of West 25th Street and Detroit Avenue, the last remaining parcel not under project control. The declaration could set into motion the acquisition of the property through eminent domain, 
although there are objections from the property's owners, real estate developer and restaurateur Bobby George, and his father, Tony George. In another development, the board of the Northeast Ohio Area-Wide Coordinating Agency is poised to vote today on a recommendation from its Audit and Finance Committee to devote $12.8 million of its federal COVID relief money toward the $45 million project to stabilize the Irishtown Bend hillside, bringing the project within $7.5 million of the total estimated cost. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on Thursday announced its plans for events leading up to the 2021 induction ceremony taking place at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse on October 30th, including that all fans attending the ceremony must show proof of full COVID-19 vaccination or a negative COVID-19 test within 48 hours of the show, along with an ID matching the required documentation. The decision was predictable, given the surge in cases as the Delta variant spreads, prompting music venues and concert clubs in Northeast Ohio and across the country to upgrade their security protocols. Foo Fighters, one of this year's inductees and performers, has implemented similar safety guidelines for its current tour. This year's Rock Hall ceremony has been more than a year in the making, since last year's event was turned into a pre-taped HBO special due to the pandemic. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up. Have a great weekend.